Epic Turn is a podcast about the hobby gaming industry, what we love and hate about it, how it's evolving and changing, and other things that as gamers we're passionate about. Your hosts are Brian McLemore, that's me, and Tim Aldridge. Welcome as we take our next Epic Turn. I guess... Let's introduce everybody, right? Right. So uh, everybody on the call, let's uh, let's go one by one mm-hmm. and just kind of tell the listeners who you are, what you do for Jasco Games, and then we'll start getting into the 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 meat and potatoes of this podcast. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to start with the order. They're here on our screen. We got Matt W. Uh, yeah, my name is Matthew Whitaker. I'm uh, one of Jason's co-designers for the board game. And I've also been friends with Jason since we were uh, both 10 years old. So all my Mega Man experience kind of came to fruition with this game. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Uh, And then we have a Thomas, I'm going to screw this up, Kohler? Kohler, yes. Like the the, uh, fixtures. Nice. And and other plumbing products. (laughs) I think they make stoves too. Do they? Uh, I'm not sure about stoves. Thomas, so, do you make stoves? Be on next Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, the right. Mega Jasco presents the Mega Man stove. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my my name is Thomas Kohler. I'm the creative director for Jasco Games. So I do um, the graphics, uh, graphic design, art direction, uh, hire artists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like basically, if it's if it's visual, I probably have a pretty big hand in it. Very cool. Nice. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to skip the the, la- the the third one. I'm going to go for uh, Joshua. Okay. Yeah, we can't see his last name. Yep, we can't see it. Yeah. I'm uh, Josh Duke. I'm helping Jasco with their marketing, so their social media and uh, outreach. So, oh, very, okay. cool. very cool. Hi. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> We're As, just... uh, with with uh, six of us here on the podcast, we expect there to be quite a bit of talking over each other. A couple interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, the 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 main man, Jason, uh, yep. who is uh, I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Jason Haronsky. I'm a lead designer of the board game, uh, president of the company. So also lead design for Universal Fighting System. Yeah, it's one of my favorite card games. Next to just Star Wars Decipher. <laughs> I think it was Jason that we ran into at Gen Con a year or two ago. Two, two years ago, yep. Yeah, and uh, we, or at least you, like really geeked out over the UCF I, stuff. I did, I did. It's been a while since I've played UFS. Yeah, I'm um, sure a lot of people probably did that that year, so he probably doesn't remember us. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not, but it's okay. Uh, we f- we can forgive. Yes, but I mean, the real reason we're here and why everybody's on this on this podcast today is we're talking about. The Mega Man board game, the the new Kickstarter project from Jasco Games, mm-hmm. and I will say I am probably I, I think I backed it within the first like two or three minutes of it being posted. <laughs> yeah, it, it got posted, and Tim went a little berserk in Skype. It was uh, it was uh, it was entertaining, and then several other people in our office actually found it as well, and nope. they also went berserk in Skype independently uh, of that. That's cool. No, no, yeah, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, oh, this, no, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> You're more interesting than us by far, oh, so you go ahead. I, well, that's really debatable. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I'd say I was, um, it, you know, just to kind of give you a, a little bit of the uh, tenseness, I guess. Uh, you know, we were, uh, we were all 
huddled around our computers because uh, currently, you know, Josh and myself and Jason are in different areas. And then we have, um, you know, we, we talk via Skype all pretty much all day. But for the Kickstarter, like the first two days, we were on Skype calls like nine, ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember, you know, we're we're talking with these people. And then all of a sudden someone's like, hey, did you notice that it's like 955? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh. So, you know, I, I quickly run to the Kickstarter page because I was the designated launcher and um, I'm, I'm running through the things and I'm watching the clock. And then all of a sudden, you know, 10 o'clock hits and I hit the launch button or I guess it was like 958 or 959. I hit the launch button and uh, all of a sudden Kickstarter's like, no, no, you can't launch it. You're, you're, there's a problem. And I'm just like, oh my God, no. <laughs> And, and uh, thankfully, it was just that I had forgot to, to type one thing in a sentence somewhere, and it was not even something that anyone's going to see. Oh, that's good. Uh, and, you know, and so it was a, a very quick, like, oh, thank God, you know, we're, we're still going to get up and go. And, but it was, it was a little freaky at first. And then we're, we're, uh, we're, we're just cautiously waiting and watching. We've all got it open in our browsers. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, we see one backer and we're like, yes. And then <laughs> next thing you know, I mean, there's like a hundred and we're just like, whoa. And we're, we're watching the dollar sign, you know, tick up and, uh, you know, we are just, we're, the, we're growing more and more excited. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, this, we're, we're going to have to like get stuff going. Like, you know, we had to, we have to start our planning and we were like, oh, we're going to hit funding soon. And, Next thing I know, I mean, it was, it was literally, like I said, four and a half hours in, we, we'd hit goal and then it's like, okay, well, what are we, what are we going to say here? And, uh, <laughs> well, did you have that okay. moment where you were asking yourself, it's like, oh crap, now we actually have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really set in kind of about, um, I would say a week, week and a half before, mm-hmm. uh, cause we've been meaning to launch this for quite some time and we, we had a, uh, uh, we we had some issues, uh, most mostly just getting all of our ducks in a row and getting enough stuff to to actually be able to show things and launch stuff and uh, dealing with Capcom and everything like that. Um, and so it was it was really actually rather surprising for for quite some time to to actually get um, you know to that point where we could actually hit the launch button because for a while there, I was just like, gosh, you know, we, we had planned initially early fall and, and then there was so much work to be done. And next thing you know, it's, it's October and we're like, Oh gosh, we really need to get this going. And then, you know, shortly after that, it's, it's getting all the way into November and we're like, Oh, we've got to launch it soon. Cause you know, there's Christmas, new year's and holiday seasons. And um, you know, it just, it, it kept getting further and further past where we wanted it until finally we were like, okay, now we're ready to go. And it's, it's amazing how much work actually has to go in beforehand. Like, uh, you know, you have to have just so much ready to go because, um, you know, everybody's clamoring to see it all the time. And that's one of the coolest things about Kickstarter is that you get, um, kind of that instant gratification of, of people who are, um, you, you know, instantly like, yeah, I love this or, Hey, you know, this, this, this could look better this way or something along those lines. And being engaged in the community is actually probably one of the funner parts about it. Just reading all the comments. So, mm-hmm. well, I remember you guys, it wasn't, was it the day after or the day of that you guys did the uh, AMA on Reddit? It was the day of. Okay. Yeah, I, I first thought, couple hours. Yeah. I thought so. Cause I remember 
okay, well, I was confused on days, but um, I remember because I was I was actually asking a lot of questions on on Red just because you know after reading the rules and everything, I'm like, okay, I kind of get just what's going on here. But uh, one of the things I I always like to ask, and uh, I'm going to ask it again, so I apologize for all those who didn't go to the AMA on Reddit. Uh, Reddit. <laughs> or who? Sorry, who did go to the AMA on Reddit? Is um, <clears throat> what were the obviously Mega Man is the inspiration, but um, like, was there anything that you guys kind of draw? Sorry, any inspirations you drew from to create the game, or was this literally, you know, you guys sitting down in a room and be like, "This is an awesome mechanic, and I want to make a whole game around it." I think the man in charge might have a good story about that. What's that? I think the man in charge might have a good oh, yeah. story about that. So, yeah, like, okay, so two years ago, I, I have this on a couple of uh, interviews that are around the internet now, but oh, darn. a couple of years ago, I was in the, in New York for my first visit in New York City, and it was my last day there, and I was staying at a Best Western, sleeping, and I uh, woke up in, in the middle of the night from a dream, and I, like, came up with these mechanics for a Mega Man game, and I wrote them all down onto Best Western notepads. I have mm-hmm. those pictures of those somewhere. And uh, like wrote it all down, and then went back to sleep and just stuck them in my in my laptop case. Um, this is before we had ever started talking to Capcom about anything, and like we never really knew we were going to do a Mega Man game. But this was specifically designed for Mega Man. If you look at the notes, there's like pictures of him and stuff on there. Um, and so that's that's where we got the core mechanics. Um, and then some of the mechanics were drawn from uh i guess warcry the card game originally mm-hmm. um if they've deviated a little bit from that since we've done more testing and everything on it um there's maybe a little bit of the risk mechanic in it but um it's pretty unique cuz i've i've actually looked around quite a bit on the internet to see what's similar to our game like watching uh, gameplay videos and things like that and since it's based on a side scroll video game um, and you know you're doing all the platforming. I, I haven't really found anything that really resembles it, board game wise. Um, we have card mechanic, like you know, a card element to it. But then there's also the board game element. You have the pieces going across the board, and then you get power ups and you gain boss abilities, and it's just plays like Mega Man the video game, which is exactly what we wanted it to do. But it's surprising how well it transformed over to the board game. That's I awesome. just linked you guys to the uh, notes that actually Jason still has. That's amazing. Yeah, we're looking at them right now. I remember this being posted too. <laughs> Going, oh, I, I do I love the, the Best Western logo. Yep. Um, Best Western. <laughs> yeah, actually commented on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it was really funny because we've gotten some random like cross promotion happening. And uh, I tweeted the Best Western like, thanks for inspiring the hottest board game on Kickstarter right now. The next day, they're following us on Twitter, and they have like a post for us on Facebook. It's like, stay at the Best Western, and your dreams really do come true. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I I made the joke initially too, and and I continue to say it because it you know means something to to one of my old bosses. But I'm just glad that it's turning out better than the Seinfeld dream. <laughs> awesome so because you know we all know how that went out yeah. <laughs> or at least those of us who are old like me hey, we're, you we're old yourself i did uh, yeah. but you know i'm a sexy beast i mean who wouldn't want a piece of this <laughs> That's good point. Yeah, you gotta have a hobby and to the point of that story, though, I the reason that it's so focal for me is because Jason actually called me at, I believe, midnight the following day and talked to me about it until about 4 a.m. <laughs> like, this is a Mega Man game. I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly what the mechanics are. 
And I guess that was just kind of a combination of childhood and the fact that we've been tabletop gaming for about 12 years, coming out all in one night. So so, so you came up with the idea two years ago. When did you actually start working on it? Um, well, I mean, I had the mechanics written down. Um, I would say four to six months after that, we actually approached Capcom um, for licensing. We, we, we originally wanted to get Street Fighter in, in the licensing agreement as well, but there's, you know, some some paper red tape going on there mm-hmm. but we ended up getting Mega Man and Darkstalkers so we could use them in the universal fighting system and mm-hmm. uh and Mega Man the board game and then a, c- a couple other projects we're working on so that mean we're uh, gonna see Darkstalkers the board game next that would be awesome that would be kind of fun <laughs> I don't know um, we, don't, we, we, don't, <laughs> we can't comment on future projects at the moment oh sorry sorry, sorry. Oh. Yeah, we have some announcements later but uh, oh, I guess fair. Gamma will be our next big game announcement which one? Gamma Trade Show oh Gamma, awesome. Gamma Trade Show awesome um, but yeah so our our design kind of started about six months after that getting you know in touch with Capcom and then really moving it forward. Um, we, we also have universal fighting system, Mega Man cards and, uh, and dark stalkers. Those are uh, about to go out to the printer. I think they're actually with the printer they're at the printer. They're about to be printed. Yeah, there you go. So, Tim, uh, calm down. <laughs> so that's when it all started and we've been working on it since then. So, I, so I, I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 a little like just because I hear Mega Man UFS and I'm just yeah, I, 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 his I, eyes are glazed over at the moment. I'm trying to <laughs> Tim Tim get a bit. Um, so two years ago you had the idea in a in a in a Best Western. Six months mm-hmm. later you you approached uh, Capcom and then since then you've been doing initial prototyping and testing. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had to present the the whole idea to Capcom. Um, actually, the the general rules overview is kind of like the PDF that we sent Capcom, so it's a little outdated mm-hmm. for the rules. We're going to update that when the video goes up for the mm-hmm. gameplay video. Mm-hmm. Um, Which well, but, sounds like it's going to go live about the time this episode. goes live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it should be about the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's when we started. I guess really moving forward. Mm-hmm. So how, I mean, I guess my question with Capcom is, were they impressed when you, not even just impressed, were they all on board when you first presented it or was it back and forth for a while? And <laughs> Well, Tom, you want to, you, you talk to Capcom more than I do. Yes. Well, so initially they were, um, they, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because we, we had uh, a bunch of stuff lined up and we said, yeah, we want to, we want to get this ready and printed in time for uh gen con and uh this is this is a while ago and they they just were like uh no <laughs> we said but why we've got this idea and they're like no 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 no, no. there's you, you gotta go through you gotta go through channels and stuff like that and i, I was like well, i i understand that i get that but you know what what do you suggest because we'd really like something for there and they were like well why don't you do uh, Mega Man in its in, in one of your current games, i.e. UFS, mm-hmm. and so uh, at that point we were like, yeah, you know, let's, but we we can do that. We we had stuff ready to go at, at that point for it anyway, so we just uh, put it all together and uh, printed it out and uh, got it. You know, unfortunately we didn't get that much at Gen Con, which was kind of a bummer. But I know I I was one of those sad people. Trust me. <laughs> It's it's funny too because uh, you know there was there were running bets on on how long it would actually take to sell out all the tens, um, 
and then uh you know we were we were surprised that we at least got the the first um game piece sculpts from uh from our sculptors uh for for the Mega Man game so we were able to at least talk about that a bit mm-hmm. uh but you know it was just kind of an interesting thing because then then we started talking to them about the different components and we're like yeah well we're going to have these game pieces that are you know little sculptures of Mega Man and the bosses and Capcom's like uh we've never done that before and I was like of course you have <laughs> you've done these before like you know you make statues all the time they're like statues you know what what are you going to do like how big are these going to be and I was like well you know they're going to be a couple you know maybe like an inch and a half tall two inches something like that depending and uh there's just this long like oh well, I guess that could be cool and stuff, but you know, we're going to, we're going to reserve judgment. And I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, but I have to say overall, um, you know, they, they've been really pleased with the the quality of stuff that we're doing and, and uh, they've, they've had nothing really but praise about how we're, we're treating the license overall. Uh, in fact, I just, uh, I just got an email from them today because they've been out um, from, for, for new year's. And, and such and uh they're they're talking about uh the game piece comments and uh they're like yeah you know they're really they're we're, we're really shocked because initially they were saying that it was going to take months and months and months for them to you know be be okay with the the game pieces and it's it's been surprisingly quick i mean they've they've come back with a couple things but they're minor minor little adjustments here and there like you know you need to have um more squares on on this part of the headband instead of, you know, they should be smaller instead of bigger, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, those are, <laughs> those are kind of good, but a lot of it is also that uh, the initial um, reference material that we gave is 25 years old and mm-hmm. uh, they've kind of updated the look here and there. So it's, it's kind of like, can we blend what the the current look is with like the Archie comics and the, the revamped game art, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of just relying on the old ones, because you know, I mean, a lot of the old art is very, um, it's it's uh, you know, it's old, and it and it shows it. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a little dated at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's what I what I find still really funny is that, um, you know, they have a uh, they they have I think it's the Japanese game cover either for Mega Man One or Mega Man Two, and it's it's uh, done by Soriyama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> really, yep. that is. <laughs> as old you know because i remember reading about him in college and he was all the rage with robotic sharks and women and stuff and, and i i was just like wow and that mega man looks nothing like mega man i mean he's platinum he looks more like a silver hawk which again dates me <laughs> it's a, it's okay we'll just say that you just now watched them on youtube that's right well you know yeah. I, it's been a long time i'm sure that it stands up a little better than Voltron did. Probably. <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch both. <laughs> so many things from our childhood. I, I, I refuse to go back and rewatch because I know it's going to ruin it for me. Yes. Well, I, I will let you know uh, just because I, you know, not to veer too far off topic, but uh, the the original part of uh, Robotech, the Maycross. Yes. It's, it's still very awesome. That's I watched that was on Netflix and it was amazing still. Nice. That's actually what I was about to bring up. I was like, but you know, Robotech never ages, so it's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's transforming robots. Like it's so amazing. <laughs> He-Man aged like a son of. It was bad. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, if you actually look at what's currently going on, I mean, there was the sorry, this is going to get a little bit off topic, but yeah, uh, you had you had you had Voltron come out, right? The Mayor Voltron, the board game, it was made by. Um, oh man, what wasn't it? Privateer Press? Are you talking about older? Uh, I think it was Privateer Press. Yeah, and then yeah, they had the, they had the Monster Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yep, yeah. and then you had Palladium do uh, the new Robotech miniature line that's about to come out, the new miniature mm-hmm. game. And now, and they also have the RPG. And now well, we're the RPG and the, the miniature game are supposed to be somewhat interchangeable. Yeah, uh, for to an extent, to to, uh, to a certain extent, yes. <laughs> and now, now we get Mega Man. It's great. It's it's going to be the awesome year of gaming uh, for yeah. for all of us who remember. <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, I remember watching that TV show when I was a kid. Yeah, <clears throat> awesome stuff. Their marketing was so good to kids back then. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say, I, I, so to, to, to kind of, there was a story I wanted to bring up um, when when Brian brought up is I immediately like you guys. So I've been I've been keeping tabs on uh, your progress with Mega Man because I'm a huge huge Mega Man fan from when I was a kid. I you know I played one through eight and then had all the X series and um, the, the jammies and everything. Yes, yes <laughs> lots of statues and that. Um, so Did I've been keeping the, the eight dub or the eight Japanese. Uh, I, I am, I had the, uh, the dubs. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) But so I've been, so ever since, uh, I talked to, uh, well, I mean, yeah, my tongue's being tied. Sorry. So, I mean, ever since I, uh, Jason, ever since I talked to you two years ago at Gen Con and you dropped that ball on me, I was like, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, so we're, you know, we got something new and you kind of hinted and it wasn't until on the website that you put it up and I kind of, you know, my, my mouth you know, my jaw hit my desk and I think I passed out for about 10 minutes. Um, yeah, luckily you woke up. We were about to call the paramedics. Yeah. But so when I dropped down the office, cause I've been keeping tabs of it. And the second I saw the Kickstarter live, I put, pushed down to the office and everybody was like chomping at the bit for it. And they're like, Oh wait, we have to wait. We can't have this now. Like, no. I wish have it now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really wish. A lot easier. <laughs> can can you just go ahead and give us an early copy, please? Just, just I'll I'll cut out my own pieces. Just give me the dimensions. So, but uh, so one of our so one of our coworkers, I thought this was the best thing ever. Is he goes, he he, he sent me a private message and he goes, wait a minute, are you telling me that we're gonna have a Mega Man board game this year? I was like, yeah, and then then they're also gonna do UFS. And he's like, they're what are these people on that they can get the Mega Man license? It seems like no one can get it, but them are like, well, yeah, that they're, they're, it's really good. Just wait. And then, uh, it was funny. A couple minutes later, he goes, okay, so I backed it for, I backed it for like 60 bucks or something. He got the, one of the low tiers. It's like, you know, you should go for 150, 160. He goes, I, I don't know if my wife will let me do that. And like, at our Christmas party a couple days later, he comes up to me and goes, okay, so I convinced my wife to get the 160 edition. Are you happy? I was like, I'm not the one that should be happy, but yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't want to be the only person in the office. I think we need to ask Jason. Jason, are you happy? Yes. I'm happy. Okay. Sweet. That's, so, that's actually one of my favorite pleasure levels, too. The 160, because you get $40 off of the UFS tins. Yes, you do. Due to a typo of ours. <laughs> Let's see for one sixty. One sixty, you get a, a deal. you get a deluxe plus a whole bunch of add-ons and um, stretch goals, and then you get the UFS tins. Uh, I always have such a hard time reading, like keeping track of what all it is you actually get when you're doing these various reward levels. 
it's 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 difficult. Yeah, I don't care as long as I get the five hundred and I get colored oh, pieces, cool. so yeah, I don't have to paint it, it. That makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> as long as as long as I get a painted set, I don't care. Um, don't, Tim, Tim, Dave will paint all of ours. Don't worry about. I it. I know he will. Tim. But so I, I'm going to ask a couple questions I asked on on the Reddit AMA just because I want to because it's for the it's for our show, not Reddit. And, right and I want to feel special. Trust me, Tim, you're special. So sorry, guys. I'm just <laughs> shouldn't have had that cider with dinner. Um, so with with what you guys are going with, and you're building this out, and I know this got asked, but one now that this is secured, and you know you guys are going to go somewhere with the Mega Man War game, it didn't it didn't didn't putter out, and you got the funding, and you're going well above your funding, and I, I foresee the 500k being hit. Uh, Hopefully by the last two days, it'll go up to 500K because that's usually how Kickstarter works. I mean, are there planned expansions? Do you guys have you guys worked out? Have you guys are starting to envision making this, you know, a, a huge, huge product for you guys? So the idea from the beginning was to expand it into by game. So like Mega Man 1, Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we need the funding to do that. We wanted to test, you know, Kickstarter is a great test market to see the popularity of it. Mm-hmm. We figured Mega Man would be popular enough, but you know, you never know. Right. So, um, so focusing on Mega Man One here, we want to expand into Mega Man Two next, um, mm-hmm. and bring in the new characters from that, and then hopefully bring in all the the new Robot Masters, all the new characters. Awesome. Ma- Mega Man X, hopefully. Huh? 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 Okay. Sore subject. Oh, <laughs> how is that a sore subject? Now I have to ask: Why is Mega Man X a sore subject? It's it's complicated licensing stuff with uh, that I can't talk about right now. But uh, fair, okay, then that's a source. I thought it was like a personal thing, like you know, I hate Mega Man X. Like okay, then. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's the thing is when you talk to Mega Man fans, it's like either there's the the, the original crowd, the X crowd, and then um, usually the other people are like the battle chip system is the other one that I hear people love. And a lot of people talk about Legends. Well, of course, Legends, but you know. <laughs> well, in, you know, if they go one, they have a while to get to X, don't they? No, no, X was a whole different. It's okay, Brian. Just just sit there <laughs> i don't know i, I don't know I, I played i i played the original mega mans like when i was a kid mm-hmm. and then i stopped playing console games for a while oh, so you, you missed a good era yeah yeah Tim, tim's a little bit younger than i am so he, he fell into a different crowd i think they just released all of the mega man x's on like the wii and xbox 360 and stuff like all the digital shops mm-hmm. so it's never too late to pick it up no it's not plus you can always get the the what is it the uh the Mega Man x command edition or whatever it is where you can play all the mm-hmm. x through what and, six and don't they have like a, haven't they started releasing several of the Mega Man's on like ios now too uh Mega Man 2 yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're getting we're getting away from the Mega Man board game, and that's not what I want to do. Um, <laughs> it's still Mega Man. Isn't it close enough? No, no. no? Okay. Capcom would be happy, but not. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Fair enough. Well, I, I I actually have to ask. You know, so you guys, I think, probably deal with more licensing um, uh, situations than we've had to. Than we've than we've had any other guest mm-hmm. uh, that I've that's, dealt with. You yep, know, that's with, fair to with, say. Yep. With the uh, fighting system and everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is it to work in those kind of uh, constructs? Oh man, so it's it's definitely restricting because um, you know it's not your idea. You ha- you have to meet someone else's ideas and dreams and guidelines. Um, and originally, we started out working only with Japanese companies like SNK Playmore for the King of Fighters, um, mm-hmm. and doing that is 
there's a, just a long process of here's what we want to do. And then you send it to a guy in America and then he looks at it and he sends it to a guy in Japan and they look at it. And then this, this chain of communication takes like weeks. <laughs> and so for something like art approval, it'll be like, here's the piece. This is what we want to do. And then it'll be like three weeks later and they'll be like, Hey, we need you to change like the shape of this uh, circle to an oval or something. And then that approval process. But, um, but in general, we've uh, we've been pretty good at working with our with our licensors. Um, you know, Tom Tom's been working a lot closer with Capcom than I have right now. I did most of the initial talks to get everything going, but since he's doing the creative direction, um, he deals a lot with you know artwork and approval process and all of that. Compared to doing something like Red Horizon, which is our own independent property, where we can you know design anything we want to do, anything we want it to look like. That's definitely easier. And we're going to be expanding upon that too. But we like a lot of the licensing just because, you know, people like them for a reason. We're pretty into all those games and movies and animes and everything else that we've been trying to get into. One of the, one of the great things about licensing overall is uh, the fact that it really comes with kind of a pre-installed fan base. So, and it's, it's interesting because I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I hadn't thought of Mega Man since, you know, a long, long time ago. And uh, Jason and I were having a discussion, and he was like, well, it's it's huge. And I'm just like, well, really? I mean, I, I haven't heard about it. But being at Gen Con and listening to everybody talk about their their uh, love of the character, I mean, he's right up there with Mario and Sonic as far as iconic uh, characters, uh, as, of, especially of early video games, and, and one who's kind of retained his his uh uh coolness over time so it's uh you know that that in and of itself is is what makes licensing games uh you know attractive overall just because they you don't have to um you know there there's people now of course there's it's a double-edged sword because there's going to be people who love them uh, because they they love all things, you know. For instance, in this, you know, people who love all things Mega Man are are happy. However, you've got the side that are, you know, they want a video game, not a board game. And then you've got some who are just like, well, you know, uh, no one can do it right, and, and you know, only Capcom can can make it. You know, so there's there's you know, a lot of them are just fans, and they want, you know, you know for instance, it sounds like you guys are, are, are fans, so you just want Mega Man stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, which, that, which that's is only me. Because that's, to be honest, that's, like that's probably the grand majority of people, you know, and it's, it's been interesting because one of the things, uh, you know, that I've dealt with in, in my, uh, in my work history is, is, uh, you know, there's, there, there's always going to be uh, vocal people who are, you know, wanting to, to, you know, either say negative things or, or spread bad news or something along those lines. And, and those people deserve to have their, their voice uh, out there and listen to and, and stuff like that. And we're here to assuage fears uh, on that. But the, the, the overall thing is that, you know, people, people just, um, what, what I love about that in, in regards to licensed properties is that it just shows the passion that they have for their, for their love. You know, and just, just like, uh, for instance, I'm a, uh, I, I have an art background and I'm, I'm a huge, uh, fan of, of certain different artists. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, Alphonse Mucha and, mm-hmm. um, Albrecht Duyer and, and stuff like that. And people, you know, it's, it's just awesome when you get it around that work. And I, I feel that we're just kind of the, the same way of, of this, 
day and age for for game people who like to play games. Yeah, and on Twitter, I mean, obviously the the big thing that every Mega Man fan you know clamors for is a new Mega Man video game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you'd be you'd be surprised, you know, doing a search on Twitter and just finding people like complaining about not having a Mega Man video game and then just mentioning to them like, well, would a board game work? You know, it's technically a Mega Man game. It, it's a lot of positive. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of positive response because I think. You know, the initial reaction might be like, well, who are you guys? But then they actually come and look at the Kickstarter page or our Facebook page. Um, and they they see that Jason has done a wonderful job respecting the the brand and the idea and, and Mega Man himself. And I think they get behind it really quickly. Yeah, I think that's one of the hard things when you're dealing with a license IP. You know, we've we've talked a bit in the past on the show about how when you uh, when you take some of these franchises, and I think the more people love them, the more risk you're taking in some ways. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like you're saying, those guys are so passionate about it that when, if you mistreat it, they're going to find your house and, uh, <laughs> and make you regret it. <laughs> well, that's when you get the weird phone calls. Yeah, and yeah, and you have to change your number and move, and yeah. Jason, I mean, I hope you don't mind me sharing the story, but like he uh, he will give out his cell phone number to people who like have questions about the board game. And I'm like, man, I hope you are okay with doing that. Like, I'm just wondering if people are going to call him at like four o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, stop ruining Mega Man. But, <laughs> well, you know, he, he's, he's welcome to give it on the air if he really wants to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, something when we started the company, um, we, you know, obviously we started with UFS and there was a lot of uh, community building we needed to do at the time because it, it had gone through three different owners at that point. Uh, yep. Um, and just building the trust. And, you know, we we came from a retail brick and mortar store background. And I was in that industry for like 12 years before we did any publishing or 10 mm-hmm. years or something like that. And so from that point of view, you know, we wanted to please the stores and the players and build up to the publishing point. So we started the company with an open door policy, which means I'm totally okay with being the first person to answer the phone or, you know, on the back of all of the UFS packs and and anywhere you look, that's my direct cell phone. It's not going to the office at all. Wow. So if people have questions, they talk to me first. And then if they, you know, if they need to talk to sales or whatever, the, the main line is easily accessible. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's open door if anyone has questions. And I, I really encourage people if they do have questions about like the Kickstarter or Mega Man, the board game or rules or anything like that, just give me a call. You know, hopefully it doesn't take several hours because I'm pretty busy, but, hmm. you know, I still don't mind talking about it. We're pretty passionate about all of our games. And that's always good to see. No, that's 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 actually a, a very good quality <laughs> to be able to. Just, that point, oh. I, I've, uh, I think I can kind of say this having known jason for quite some time uh he he does bring that driven attitude to everything that he does between the fact that he essentially had to work to and feel free to correct me jason more or less save ufs when the community thought that it might be going away and again to you know be running a store out of his home at the age of what 13 yeah 13 a a licensed store not some you know kid peddling (laughs) product Mm -hmm. and it just even though it's a little Sometimes even a little uh, concerning the fact that he's so driven because the young man's been working about 90 hour weeks for probably the past four years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it really drives people to want to work with him. And once they get to know him, want to support him uh, like I do. And I'm 
<laughs> it's just uh it's a really fearsome quality that he's got that he tries to bring to everything he do he does and i'm really stoked to see it come out in the, the form of Mega Man this time around uh just because i'm such a big fan of Mega Man that i kind of get to benefit off of that drive and you know <laughs> claim the prize <laughs> he's leeching off your success jason watch it well, he's a huge Mega Man fan ever since like email came out and we started using like you know AOL and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, he was he's been Magma Dragoon and always had you know Mega Man related I, I couldn't do this without uh, without because like, you know he's a great asset to just knowing about Mega Man and being a fan so but I appreciate the kind words Matt <laughs> <laughs> So Jason, what the saying? If you want to get a hold of him at four AM, you can. Nice. Yep. So everybody, go out and buy packs of UFS. Look for the number on the back. That's who you call it when you have questions <laughs> about Mega Man. Yeah. So when when the rules rata question Emily comes up and you're in the middle of the game and you don't know what to do, the there you go. They'll be like, so what do I do in this situation? Actually, I've had that a lot because when we first started out, <laughs> uh, before, before we did any publishing. Um, I was at one of the G- the Games Workshop uh, chain stores. Um, oh wow! Okay. When I was thirteen, um, and when uh, when I got into high school, uh, my sophomore year, we moved into like a three thousand square foot brick and mortar store and did all of that stuff. But that back then they had the the rules boys, which you could call twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Did that all the time, so I kind of like that idea where it's like I'm playing a game at four in the morning with my friends, but what happens now? I don't want to yeah. have to do a roll off. I want the right ruling. So. <laughs> Yeah, that we, I can't. I'm sure you guys are the same way. I mean, I can't count the number of times we've looked at the rule books. Like, what happens in this situation? <laughs> we can't find the rule for this. Consult the interwebs. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, I will say that's a. I, I did not know that background, so that's actually kind of neat to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was going to ask a question, but now I'm just a little again more flabbergasted. It's, it's like Tim, wow. Tim okay. from Star Shock a lot. So I do. I, I do. I remember uh, Jason's brick and mortar store because it was like the place that all the nerds like to hang out in our hometown. <laughs> you know, it was like my favorite hangout spot because he had like a land center set up and uh, all the tabletops for Warhammer and stuff like that. It was always fun going in there. Yeah, we were actually at like fire code capacity almost every weekend. That, that That's an achievement. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's Dallas a... really needed a game store at the time. So. Yeah. Well, give the people what they need and they they'll keep coming back uh i mean no, i guess that now brings up a, actually a good question you guys still have the brick and mortar shop or um, right now we actually subleased the brick and mortar store to um, a friend of mine so he's in the same building as us but you mm-hmm. know our offices are separate and they run all of the, the tabletop and card gaming and everything else um and we just we don't have time to do both of those we, we're focusing 100 percent on publishing and mm-hmm. you know we'll take some time to play some games every now and then but lately i haven't even had time to do that unless it's mega man <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that answer mm-hmm. more, more and more focus on mega man that's a that's a good thing <laughs> well i actually have a question for uh was it matt is the no wait I, I'm going to get confused. The the art director, that would be Tom, right? Tom. So Tom, so back in the day, way back in the day, when yeah, UFS, the day. way back in the day when UFS was still under Sabretooth, yes. um, they got a lot of their artists from uh, DeviantArt, a lot of them, you know, for a lot of the card art and that. Are you guys still doing that for Mega Man and uh, both card game and board game? Or is this solely you're going out contracting and not letting them post any of this information yet? Well, actually, uh, the... Uh, because I, I took over uh, the director, uh, the art director part, 
part of Sabretooth um, after, you know, towards, towards the end. And oh, okay. by, by then we had a pretty set uh, stable of artists. And, and for instance, at, at the time it was pretty much geared that Udon Studios was going to do um, their, the Street Fighter stuff and Imaginary Friends was going to do the Soul Calibur because uh, Namco was uh, really, really passionate and, and said that your, your artwork has to meet a very specific level Gotcha. Uh, uh, in that case. And then uh, I did find a couple via DeviantArt, uh, but for the most part, I mean, we had a pretty stable uh, group of artists that we, we pulled from. With, uh, with here, I do, I do actually go scour DeviantArt, DeviantArt, you know, every now and then. I've, I've been too busy lately, but uh, I do. Um, I actually, it's interesting because one of the, the guy who did the cover, uh, his name's Eduardo, uh, I I was actually looking at his uh, DeviantArt page a while ago, and I actually contacted him uh, probably back in like 2000, late 2007 uh, mm-hmm. about the possibility of doing Street Fighter art at the time. And then, of course, you know, everything fell apart at Sabretooth, and mm-hmm. I wasn't able to actually use him. But it, it's just kind of funny to see that, you know, he's he's one of the more, uh, I, I guess, uh, he's one of my more favorite artists on, on you know, the the ufs stuff just because uh his like his lighting is really dynamic and he's, mm-hmm. he, he makes everything kind of look heroic and he's got good special effects it's not to say that you know he's better than any of the artists because they're all different but he's uh he seems to be a, a, a big favorite uh for people so but he did the cover and he's doing a, a fair amount of the interior artwork uh we'll probably have um you know we're, we're trying to make enough artwork that's uh unique for the game uh so that we're not entirely rehashing one of our big concerns and people, people were quick to, to notice this was that a lot of the artwork that we're using is Archie artwork. Uh, and you know, that was because it was readily available while the rest of the stuff was going through, but we were very happy to have a, um, the cover done and approved and everything like that, uh, before, before launch. Nice. So, but, uh, you know, for, for those people, like I, you know, for, for aspiring artists, uh, such as myself, who are wanting uh, to to you know create art for the UFS game or, or something along those lines. First of all, I'm I'm more than willing to to accept submissions uh, from them. Uh, it's Tom at JaskoGames.com for for those people who want that. But uh, you know, it's it's um, with licensing, it's it's very mm-hmm. difficult because you've got you, you a lot of people really like to make sure that you have a um, a certain look and a certain feel. I you know, for instance, there was an artist that I dealt with back in Sabretooth where he had he had done all the stuff and they approved his uh, sketches uh, for for the line artwork of, of the Street Fighter cards. And then when we presented them the the color stuff, they were like, uh, no. And, mm-hmm. and I said, "What do you mean, no?" And they were like, "No." And I said, "Well, what can you fix?" And they're like, "No, this just this guy can't can't work on it." Mm. <laughs> we were like, "Uh, but you know, you were you were okay with everything else." And they were like, "No, sorry, you know, this just doesn't work with us, and we're not we're we're not going to allow it." And you know, I mean, you run into that every now and then, and it's it's just part of the problem. And it's nothing against the the artists themselves; they just you know, it's, it's the licensor saying this, this is not how we like to portray our property or something along those lines. But so, uh, you know, the one thing, um, I would say to artists in that regard is just, you have to have, it's, it's good to have a thick skin. Uh, I, I do try to be constructive with people, uh, when, when talking about them, uh, 
you know, as far as their artwork style and whatnot. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a mean guy who's just like, you are terrible. So <laughs> even, even though I believe it or not, that was actually the best thing anyone had ever said to me. Um, uh, when, when I was, uh, when I was going through, okay. uh, learning, learning more about artwork and, and how to draw and stuff like uh, that, this, yeah. uh, you know, cause, uh, you know, just yeah, a little yeah, side story about my, my past history. I, I was, um, talking with this, uh, this local artist that someone had, had re- referred me to because they said that I was one of the better people in the class and that if I wanted to enhance my stuff, I should go to this guy. Well, you know, I show up to this guy and, and he says, well, let me see your stuff. And I bring it all out. And, uh, you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm certainly, you know, I see enough here that I'm willing to take you on as a student. And I said, that's awesome. You know, and, uh, I said, what's, what's your, your first gut reaction? Like, what do I need to work on? And he just looks at me and he, he's like, well, I, I think you need to learn how to draw. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> and I was like, but, but I, but I, I, I know how to draw. I, like, I've got all this stuff. And they're like, he's like, no, no, you really don't. Like, you know, know, come to me and I'll, I'll teach you how to draw. And, and it's true though. And that, that was one of the things, you know, at the end of our first class or or at the end of the first, um, span of, of classes, you know, he he asked me what, what I thought of his program. And I said, I, if, if I had known, uh, what you were going to do for me and and my artwork, I would have paid you double. I wouldn't even blinked. So, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, so, so sometimes, I mean, that can really be what, what helps me you and what I, I know that uh, for instance in in the play test you know to bring this kind of back and full circle in, into the Mega Man thing with with the play test um, you know there were there were some pretty stark comments initially when when we uh, unveiled the game and said hey here's here's what we want and can you can you help play test that people people who I, I don't know their level of passion with Mega Man and whatnot they they were just like uh, this you, you know the, like like there were certain aspects that they were just like no this just uh, like, why do you have this here? This, this makes no sense. And it, it really helps push you in directions that you might not have thought before and uh, take on problems that you didn't necessarily want to take on right away or uh, make you think in kind of outside the box or in a different way, uh, which is actually really, really helpful. And uh, I, I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm more for that kind of tough love kind of thing after, after uh, dealing with it a, a bunch in my life. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for playtest, that's a good point. Um, when we brought out our very first prototype of the game to our playtesters, um, it was it was designed to be a two-player game, and it was still you know a board game, but it was more of like a competitive card game kind of board game because that's what we were used to. Mm-hmm. And the feedback was horrible on it. So we could use the same mechanics, but we adjusted it to be multiplayer and really interactive with multiple players. And uh, I agree with Tom that. Uh, tough criticism really goes a long way. And as a designer or an artist, you know, if you're doing game design, you really need to listen to the people and hear what they want. And, you know, because you, you don't always have the best ideas and that's something we understand. And we listen to everybody that, uh, that gives us good feedback, whether it's negative or positive. And, and something funny on that, you know, is uh, when, when everything was laid out to me about the Mega Man game and I had already spent uh, probably like uh, over a week creating okay. boards and, and card backs and uh, some some other things, you know, just to just to okay, give the playtesters so something that they can they can actually uh, how pardon me my roommates talking in the background, but it's all good. The you know when I, I had done all this work for uh, the, the board game so that we could get it out to playtesters and have them look at it, and and we we got to this. Um, 
we had this this massive feedback about you know this doesn't make any sense and why would you do this and blah 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 and uh i remember uh i talked with jason about it and i said well let me you know i'm gonna think of some things and uh so i actually on my uh, i was driving um driving somewhere and and I literally just had this brainstorm. So when I got to my destination, I just looked at the person. I was like, yeah, I, I need, uh, you know, I, I need, I, I need paper and pencil and, and, uh, it, you know, just like 10 minutes to write down things. And I, I wrote down, I think it was like two pages and eventually I just moved it over to my phone and had this massive long note about what, what things were. And then I took those and I, I sent them all to Jason and, uh, it was kind of funny because uh, he said, well, I, I, I kind of like some of this, but uh, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're like, oh, my, my idea is so amazing. Like, it's so great. I can't, I can't possibly understand why anyone wouldn't think this is as amazing as I do. And then someone else is like, no, no, you, no this is terrible. Like, we, we're not doing this. <laughs> we'll get them someday, Tom. That's right. One day. <laughs> One day, all, all all the ideas, no matter what. Uh, too many ideas. <laughs> but no, I mean that. I mean, I will say from from a from a player standpoint that that is something I, I think is a better quality to have than anything else is being able to take feedback and criticism and be able to hone your product instead of being like, if you don't like my mechanic, well, I don't really care kind of mentality. So I'm really happy to hear that, you know, you guys are not just simply, you know, not shutting out the public, but actually listening and, you know, refining the game based on, you know, the play tests. Well, hell look at the, the Kickstarter. Um, (laughs) So I was going to (laughs) say they, uh, you know, we, we revealed our, our dice mechanic, which was taken back from, you know, how UFS has the control check and war cry from Sabretooth and the 43 Mm -hmm. card game had the, the die roll on the card. Mm hmm. Well, everyone's like, we want dice. <laughs> we don't really care about flipping through our cards as much. So we went back and uh, because of the positive feedback from it um, of you know how many people wanted real dice and Mega Man custom dice, the mechanics technically work the same way. So we were like, okay, well, let's let's relook at this and put put the dice back into the game and you know drop this mechanic and we can even make it a you know a side mechanic that can still be used mm-hmm. if you want to not use dice, but. Um, yeah, I can still control check everything. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I, I remember playing a lot of UFS as both judge and player, so <laughs> that mechanic would just be easier. <laughs> I, I think the thing that blows my mind, and I mean just really driving home the point that they listen to everyone, mm-hmm. is that the 3,000 comments that have been made on the Kickstarter, either Jason, Tom, or myself have looked and responded to as many of them as possible. I mean, we've all looked at all of them, some of them we didn't respond to, um, and others like we did. And I mean, it's just the, you responded the, the one good, an hour ago. Yeah, the the good <laughs> feedback that we have gotten, I think, has really changed the way that the game, you know, is going to come out. And that's what we've said all along: is that we want people to be involved in the creation of the game. That's one of the reasons why Jason chose Kickstarter. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Well, you know, y'all definitely have a successful Kickstarter on your hands here. Uh, you know, I was looking at uh, KickTrack, as I'm sure you guys have, and uh, they put you guys somewhere between three hundred forty and 440000 by the end of it. 
Yeah. That, that can be a little deceptive, though, because on the first day it said we were set to hit 13 million, which <laughs> I'd totally be fine with. But I think we're going to run out of stretch goals before then. Uh, probably. probably. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't uh, say that. <laughs> it's 13 million. I mean, we'd have to space them. Yes. Yes. A little, so, bit, a little bit further, huh? Instead uh, of every every like fifteen thousand, like every five hundred thousand. Yeah, no, I, I do know that I've seen many Kickstarters uh, get to the point where you guys are at, and um, Kick Track I think becomes more accurate the further along you are, of course. Uh, well, and with the international backers um, being added, and now that the holiday season's behind us, I think things are actually picking up more mm-hmm. than they had been, which is great. So. Yeah. We expected a pretty big null during Christmas and New Year's. Um, we we did a longer Kickstarter than than normal um, or than what was recommended. I guess they usually recommend like thirty or thirty two days or something like that. I think we did thirty eight because we're going right through. It's, it it takes a lot of balls to go through the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we planned for that, and I think it will just keep picking up. No, you know, I think I'll have a very good chance of hitting that five hundred thousand dollar goal. Uh, that way, Tim gets his painted miniatures. Uh, <laughs> well, and we um, one one of the things that we've noticed is that uh, you know after well, I like the last couple of days. So you know, now that Christmas and New Year's is over, and that period where people are kind of you know coming out of the holiday, um, you know haze is that we've noticed that it's 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 been picking up a bit again you know or Mm -hmm. and and that's and that's something that we're we're pretty happy about oh yeah absolutely and uh, no matter how much i think you do before then that last two days is going to be insane yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where it gets. And yeah. everybody starts getting all those notifications after they've been <laughs> hitting their, you know, remind me buttons. Yeah, that's when it gets fun. Well, you still get the backer emails if you if you do remind me. You still get them, so you get some of the updates. So it's yeah. it's really yeah. yeah. So when you're like, oh man, Russian roller added, go go. Roll is already added now. Yes, and, uh, we're almost getting our and an additional Mega Man mini. So yes. we're hoping by the time this is done, the deluxe bundle has like thirty to forty miniatures in it. Holy crap! I'm all for this. <laughs> yeah, they, they better be painted because I don't. Think I will. <laughs> Just give me some black primer and I'll start. But uh, now, so I, I kind of want to get away from the Mega Man board game just a, just a little bit because it's not the only Mega Man product at Jasco. And at Gen Con, we got to see it, and I had a little bit of questions, and that's going towards the UFS side of the business, is where what is the status of – I mean, I, we did say earlier it was at the printer, but, I mean, are we are we looking at a summer release, hopefully? Maybe, again, a, a, a big release at Gen Con or – Dark, Darkstalkers is actually at the printers. Mega oh. Man's done. Okay. I heard the other way. Yeah, but. the Mega Man tins, the collector's tins. This is the first time we've ever done tins, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh those, those uh, theoretically, I've been getting notifications from customs. Those should be in the ocean somewhere right now um, on the way over here from China. Now, uh, we, that printer that we used for those those tins is, you know, they've been kind of off the radar, so we don't know exactly where they are or anything. But, uh, but they should be coming in here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then if we sell out of those quickly, we'll, we'll put in another order for them. Um, and that'll probably be it because, you know, they are collector's tins. We wanted to do a sample run since we've never done tins before, and then after that, uh, we'll figure out our final numbers and then do that for each tin print we do. Nice. Well, gentlemen, I believe you need to go find a boat. I'm just saying. 
in the middle of the ocean you can't even track it anyway they have like the radar where it is but then it disappears for like two weeks and then it pops back up <laughs> so it's kind of like a heisenberg problem here right? yeah. <laughs> so i mean now aside from these collectors schrodinger there we go schrodinger yeah is, is the boat there or is it not i was like i don't think there's anything left <laughs> well you don't know that's not on that boat well heisenberg um, had the uncertainty principle right where you aren't really sure what's going on so i guess either one kind of works I think you're going with Schrodinger there. Yeah. It's okay. So <laughs> so sorry. aside from the collector's attends, I mean, is there is there a plan like full set for Mega Man where there will be other uh, character cards for it, be it either the bosses or Proto, well, Proto Man's one of the collectors, and sorry, like Dr. Light, Dr. Wiley. We, um, we're currently designing the next uh, four sets. Uh, it's going to be a core release for Mega Man and Darkstalkers. Awesome. Um, and then a, an additional expansion, at least one for each of those. I think we planned on three full expansions in the next three years or something like that for mm-hmm. Mega Man and Darkstalkers. Um, so that's like six total sets. But uh, we want to get the full first 10 games of Mega Man's characters represented mm-hmm. um, in those three releases. And then for Darkstalkers, it'll be kind of a similar thing. And then we have a, a couple of little, little releases in between there that won't be Darkstalkers or Mega Man, but can't talk about those quite yet. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping there will be some King of Fighters in there, maybe some SNK. Well, SNK is King of Fighters, but um, back, what was it? It was SNK and Dark Soccer's used to be a one-pack set back when it was with uh, Sabretooth, if I remember correctly. Um, Samurai Showdown and Dark Soccer's. Samurai Showdown. Yeah. 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 Dark Soccer's is Capcom. They they don't like mixing those. That's right. I can see that. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Well, they don't even like to bundle their own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Makes you wonder how that Marvel versus Capcom game ever came out, huh? But, you know, it's interesting because uh, back back in the Sabretooth days, uh, I mean, it was it, it was so you needed to keep every license separate so much that you couldn't even print the um, the SNK and the, the Street Fighter cards or, or I'm sorry. Well, the SNK, the Street Fighter or any any Capcom or, or the Namco stuff on on the same uh, sheet because you there was too much of a risk of contamination, as it were. Of, mm-hmm. of one of the properties uh, getting into a box with another one. And so it was, just, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, at first you're just like, you know, we'd save so much more money if we just did this and did a half loop here and a half loop there. And they're like, no, because it's just going to take one card being in one wrong pack and all hell's going to break loose and we're going to lose a license. So, it's, you know. Uh, that's terrible. But I mean, I, I'm really happy to hear that. I mean, that was one of the, when, Again, when I saw the, the the when I saw UFS again at Gen Con, I was actually wondering what happened to some of the licenses. Now they hear Dark Darkstalkers is back. I'm kind of like, oh well, I guess I go, guess I can remake BB Hood and go have some fun. There you go. <laughs> Cannot that was, wait. That was a really, you know, I think Realm of Midnight was the best selling set ever for UFS mm-hmm. Stalkers, which is crazy because Street Fighter is, I would imagine, way more popular. Uh, Dark Stalkers sold more. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a broken set. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't beat Yoga Mastery, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that will always remain one of the most aggravating broken cards. And next with, um, what was it? Uh, no, was, no Cassandra? Uh, Cassandra was okay, but no, there was one. It was, um, was it Promo Zangief or was it Promo someone that no matter what, it was three It was three damage regardless and you couldn't reduce it? Wasn't that Tira? 
May it was, but it was, it was like, it was about throw. It was basically, you built the whole deck around throws and it was basically three damage every single time, regardless of what you did. You're just like, well, I'm on a six round timer. This is great. Uh, yep. That's okay. I played Nagasi throw and got around it a little bit, but anyway, sorry. Onto the, uh, as you mentioned, SNK, um, we actually next Saturday on the 11th, Mm-hmm. It was our pre-release for the King of Fighters Neo Max set for King of Fighters 13. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's, uh, that's a really exciting set. There are some awesome cards in there. <laughs> I'm pretty looking forward to it because uh, I think we have a pre-release at our local shop that's connected to the office that weekend. So we have some people from Dallas coming up to play with us. Nice. Unfortunately, none of the shops around here run UFS. So yeah, was- call our people. Call, call the people. I will call yes. the people. We uh, call that number on the back of the deck. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, uh, Jason, no one wants to play UFS around here. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, it, it, as far as card games go, it's a pretty static market in this town, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Where are you guys from? Uh, we're in uh, Huntsville. Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Not Texas. Yeah. yeah, we're not in Texas. No. No. Anyway, but no, that's, I mean, that's, that's one thing, like I had, like one of my biggest questions at Juncom was the fact that I was wondering when the base I came up, but now I know that it's done and we're ready to go and it's, it's in the pipeline. It's like, yes. Okay. Time to get everybody addicted to UFS by putting Mega Man packs in front of them saying, open these. <laughs> yep, that, that's the plan. Well, that, it works pretty well. I mean, then the set's so good. We, uh, we designed the set for beginners for mm-hmm. Mega Man the Tens. So the, the starter decks you get for Pro Man or Mega Man, are very straightforward. They're good. They're really good mm-hmm. decks, but they, they don't have any of the complicated mechanics. There's no action cards, no asset cards, no responses, no forms. It's just straight up attacking and defending and, you know, really powerful moves and that kind of thing. And then the packs that come in the tin expand you into the more complicated mechanics. So you start with the base set mm-hmm. with the starter deck, and then those packs open you up into assets and actions and all the other cool abilities. Very so it nice. should be great learning material for for new people. Plus, it comes with a poster that has the learn how to play mat on the back too. That'll help. That's awesome. I, I got to say, the deck mats at uh, the sorry, the play mats at Gen Con were awesome as well. So, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to fanboy a little bit and say I, I'm so thankful that someone finally got the the big man license is gonna create something epic with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have, uh, I guess, I have one big final question I asked, and I never got an answer from anybody. And you still won't. Don't worry about it. I probably probably still not going to get one now. (laughs) I figured if I got him on the air, I could get something even so much as a, I apologize guys. He does this every time. We'll let you know is have you guys talked to proto men yet? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that was a hugely like popular idea on the Kickstarter a couple days ago. Uh Cause, uh, was it you Jason who had mentioned that, you thought about doing a soundtrack for the board game? Yeah, actually, I've gotten in touch with like several of the big Mega Man um, music people, which mm-hmm. apparently there are a lot of. Oh, there's a, a <laughs> tremendous amount of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they're far more than I expected, but because uh, I've, I've heard heard of some of them, but uh, but yeah, we we do kind of want to put a soundtrack together if we can, if we have enough um, volunteers and it's affordable to do. That nice. way, when you guys get your games in, there's like a cool soundtrack to play to the game. Yeah. something kind of customized for the board game well, there's and a lot of room for some approval but uh right. i can't imagine it being too too big of a deal right. I, I don't think it will be because you just gotta remember they just released the the 25th anniversary cd that contains 
a ton of Mega Man artists. So I think you're going to be fine. I think you're going to be fine. Capcom will probably be like, yes. And there's a lot of stretch goals between 330 and 500. So. <laughs> four, four, 450, Proto Men. It's instant money. <laughs> you put that on there, say Proto Men soundtrack. I was I, listening to them yesterday. <laughs> see? The that it's a rock opera. It just is mind-blowingly awesome. Yes. Well, listening to both Act One and Act Two, and you see, you know, where they where they start and where they're going. And if I don't know if any of you guys had a chance to see them live, but the few songs they now have debuted from Act Three, and you're seeing where it's going to end, it, it's mind blowing <laughs> what they're doing with it. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, man. It's okay. I'm a man, Mega Man fanboy. Hush you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so can we? So so maybe that that's a good enough answer for me. I'll take a maybe, possibly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We've reached out to a lot of them. Um, we have. So we're just waiting nice. to hear back from people, and then Capcom. Well, of course, Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. I, I know. Like, the approval. Yeah, you know, like I said day one. I did a lot of cross promotion for this. I was like, and then I sent a message. Like, can we get? Can we get you guys on the podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, you had to let me fanboy for about you know five minutes in the office that day. So yeah. But all right, so. We we we're gonna kind of again derail this conversation away from Mega Man, and I, I, we kind of just like asking this as well is, what are you guys playing lately, like game wise? Aside from Mega Man, yeah, aside like, from Mega, Mega Man, Man. Yeah. God, if that's all you guys are playing, that's good too. I'll take that answer. But Mega Man X count because I played Mega Man X. That counts because I did that over Christmas break as well. I beat all of X one, two, and three. My wife bought me the uh, Walking Dead board game. Oh, nice. uh, Z-Man games. Yeah, how did you Uh, like it? uh, I like it a lot. The only thing is uh, we keep running into one, like, questionable rule Mm -hmm. uh, where the card says you have to move your your piece off the location that you're at in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. And twice now, I swear to God, twice now, it's been the game-winning play. And it says to move you off the location because you have to collect three locations, right? I don't right. know if you guys have played it, but you have to collect three locations. And so we're like, so did you did you win if you move off the? Lo- I mean, it's like a once in a lifetime, you know, thing that happens <laughs> in the game. I think there's like a hundred some odd cards, and it's happened twice now. <laughs> I just want to like throw the deck across the room. So when when my wife draws the card, I let her win. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you consult the Google? We we actually just made up house rules, so we kept we keep it consistent now that if that yes. happens, like you've won the game. <laughs> Too bad there's we not a number on the back of that box you could call. Huh? Too bad there's not a number on the back of the box you could call. You should just call Jason anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, tell us. <laughs> Jason, make a ruling for us, please. Jason, it's not very fun. This game, this game is not letting me win. <laughs> Fusing. So games that we're playing. Tom, what have you been playing? Uh, well, that that's kind of a uh, that's a good question. I you know my my staple of games has been pretty pretty standard for a while. I mean, I play uh, on on my computer. I I've been playing XCOM quite a bit of Ooh. late uh, because you know, and I I know that this is a really old joke, but it just came out for Mac a while ago. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, you know, and and you know it was good because. You, you beat it like six months ago when it came out, but <laughs> um, I've been playing XCOM and League of Legends on my computer. Uh, I, I when when I get uh, a chance, I, I throw down some some games of uh, Warhammer Forty K or nice. uh, what army? Some some other uh, things, board games. Uh, I I've, I've played uh, 
Super Dungeon Explorer uh, a oh, couple fantastic. of times lately, and yeah. I got just totally killed by cards in Monopoly <laughs> uh, on New Year's Eve. Oh, so, I, I was uh, I was hanging with my girlfriend and her daughter, and and uh, you know I, I had the entire corner around the jail uh-huh. set up, like you know the, the light blue had had hotels, the the light purple had um, had three three houses each, and then the red. Uh, I'd put one or two houses on. So, I mean, I was, I was literally like, it was, it was just a pathway of death and no one ever landed there. It was so <laughs> annoying. And I, uh, you know, I think I got like one or two people uh, on one. And and so I had a, a little bit of cash saved up and it was, uh, you know, I was like, okay, no, no big deal. Well, I hit park place, which had three houses on it and it Ooh. nearly wiped me out. I'm like, Oh man, that sucks. So, uh, and then, uh, I, I go, uh, uh, I, I go a couple more turns and I'm, I, I finally get some of my money back. And then all of a sudden I land on chance, which says, Hey, you, you need to pay this much per house and this much per hotel, which again, wipes me out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, I'm, I'm very bitter about that. And then the next, like literally the next roll, I, um, uh, I, I, roll and I get on a community chest, which says the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So all of a sudden now my girlfriend's like, well, if you give me all these properties, which don't have developments on them, I will uh, totally pay this for you. Cause she was, she'd landed on free parking like five times. Oh wow. uh, So, so she was just overflowing with cash and I'm like, okay, fine. You know, so she pays off that and I give her a bunch of mortgage properties. And then, uh, the very next roll, I, I, uh, I hit chance again and it says advanced to boardwalk where there's of course a hotel. And <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's so awesome. I had, I had more property and more money than most people in this entire game. And I got completely screwed by the card. Well, you, you got to quit <laughs> so, going to boardwalk and park place. That was your first mistake. I, well, yeah. And, the, and the, the funny thing was, uh, you know, her, her daughter and, uh, was, was you know she she was into the game but she wasn't horrendously into it and she she had a couple properties but nothing big and she kept wanting boardwalk and because I had landed on it initially with the same card that eventually killed me and uh, we uh, she kept saying I want boardwalk I want boardwalk and I was like absolutely not she said why why won't you give me boardwalk and I said because invariably I'm going to land on it and it's going to bankrupt me <laughs> you know. <laughs> she started really kind of losing interest in the game i was like okay well i'll tell you what you know if you give me these properties which finish off monopolies for me i will give you boardwalk and it was like a four for one trade i mean i was totally making out the deal um but i just knew in the back of my head i'm I'm gonna land there someday like you know she's gonna she's gonna start putting hotels on there and i'm going to be screwed and lo and behold it it comes back to get me but thankfully she didn't win because her mom you know kept planning on free parking and taking all my money. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. You got to stay in a really nice hotel. Yeah. That's right. Before you went bankrupt. Yeah. And well, don't worry. We can't tell that you're very bitter. Yeah, no one can. <laughs> not, not no one can. Well, not too bitter. Not too <laughs> that game based on capitalism and it's evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you follow that up with a rousing game of Risk? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't laugh because we're going to be playing Access and Allies tomorrow night. It's not too far away. <laughs> oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I did play. There's, there's a guy um, who uh, used to work for uh, Watsi in, in my local area, and he, uh, he, he sets up like a, a, a uh, game night, like once a month or something like that. And occasionally, uh, someone reminds me about it, and. I, I go 
hang out. And I played uh, Risk Godstorm a while ago. Oh, that one's good. That, yeah, that one's, one's fun. fun one. Which yeah. one? Risk Godstorm. I haven't seen that. So. No. It, essentially, you're you're fighting over uh, ancient Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. but you've got like uh, Greeks and Celts and uh, I think I think uh, Prussians or something. Or yeah. and you know, it's, it's just Egyptians, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe the Egyptians are in there, and they, everybody's got like a god. You, you, they've got one of three gods. It's kind of like the Risk uh, twenty twenty one ninety nine or whatever it was that had uh, the they, commanders. They had, like, yeah, the big commanders. Yeah. It's it's the same thing with their gods. You yeah. know, they do different things. So uh, it's, we, we have a yeah, copy of Risk Legacy sitting around, and uh, I keep wanting to pull it out, but everyone looks at me like they want to kill me when I suggest it. <laughs> uh, I think it's the same thing that happens when you ask for access to allies. Everybody wants to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, sorry. You guys are playing that later. My bad. Uh, everybody wants to be your friend. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Allies, that's the key. Allies, so you need it's in the title. <laughs> Don't worry, Tim. We'll, we'll play Twilight Imperium instead. Huh? Oh, man. Oh, Lord. I've had some miserable days playing that game. <laughs> it never ends. It's like a 25-hour game. Oh, uh, Have you played the but third edition yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I think I've played all the editions, and I mean it, uh, that sped it up. That made it a little more interactive too. Yeah, that, that's that's what everything we've seen is. Every, uh, most people that are complaining are complaining about second ed, and uh, third ed. It's still a long game, but I, I haven't seen it gone past about three hours so far. My biggest issue with it is you can't really have military dominance because you run out of ships. Uh, so. well, you can have infinite number of fighters. So if you get the advanced fighter tech. it's pretty effective usually once you have like your full army out there then everyone just blows you away or you try to fight someone and then you're weak and then someone just comes in behind you (laughs) remember allies the key word to this is allies (laughs) you know it's funny too because there was a guy I used to know uh, who was he, he is literally the most devoted Axis and Allies player I have ever met and he had a board that was, I think it was eight by twelve feet or something mm-hmm. like that, and it broke the world down even further. And he had every single battleship that was ever made mm. named, like all these different planes and and all this other just ridiculous stuff. And it would literally take him a month and a half to play a game. Wow! And I was just like, you know, that's a little too into it for me. Like I just I, after. I'm literally, wow. you know, the first day or two, yeah, sure, it's cool. And after that, you're just like, why am I still playing this? Like, you know. <laughs> my, my friends actually in college, we used to have two Axis and Allies boards in separate rooms with the Axis seeing only their troops on their board and the Allies seeing only their troops. Mm-hmm. So then you'd move, you'd move something into a territory to reveal it, like the fog of war, basically. Yeah. Wow, it, that's awesome. It would awesome. get pretty nuts. But, uh, <laughs> that's that's cool. pretty awesome. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good variation. Okay, <laughs> are you are you going to incorporate it into the Mega Man board game? That's like playing Stratego Axis and Allies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty miserable because well, it was good for Russia because they had the expendable infantry. Mm-hmm. So you would just like put one infantry ahead of your the rest of your army and like just hope that you know there wasn't anything there because if you just pulled your whole army into their army, it was just horrible. <laughs> it, it's it's a scouting conscript. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what you do have like a, a mutual third area. So Sorry, what? Why like bombers over territories? Do you get to see everything under you, or? Mm-hmm. Good question. 
I said, if you fly a bomber like over territories, do you get to see what's under you, or is it just where you land? Uh, I don't really remember because honestly, we would also be enjoying some adult beverages while we, <laughs> <laughs> in, in true Russian conscript fashion. <laughs> what I said, the true fog of war. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they just refer to that more as the haze of war. <laughs> haze fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Pass the vodka. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway. Yes. Any- so anyway, that's that's the games. Yeah. Did you pick up anything on the Steam sale? Oh, I did. Uh, I, I picked up uh, XCOM. Yep. Oh. I picked up the new XCOM X pack as well. I, I I think I got it. I got uh, the Van Helsing game, which oh. is is more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. It's like Torchlight implemented on top of the Diablo 2 engine yep. with a familiar story. Familiar-ish story. Fighting monsters. Yeah. You fight, you're you Van Helsing. You're fighting monsters. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You're, you're Van Helsing's kid. Mm. Uh, Sounds I got, fun. I got game devs. I'm confusing as the Belmont storylines. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know who it is anymore because the first one was this one guy and the next one was the same guy but then the third one was like his grandson I don't know and then after and then four or five six seven eight nine now we're now we've gotten a reset with the Konami version mm-hmm. oh nice yeah uh, I, I got I, some Castlevania too that was mm-hmm. probably my favorite of all of them uh Castlevania what? board game two I know <laughs> uh, is this one where you fight Dracula I know that it's very vague but it's it, never mind yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, vampires big i mean you just have to make them sparkle don't you yeah. oh yes uh, oh. Uh, uh, but i think so. my other my other big thing from the steam cell that i enjoyed a lot more than i expected to was a uh, game dev tycoon yeah game dev tycoon's awesome oh yeah 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 that's a it's good kind of meta yeah it's good like 10 hours and then you realize like playing civ 5 you just you're sitting there and you're like crap <laughs> yeah i I put in 12 hours into it over two days and um, I got up to a billion dollars and I made in like year 45 of my company. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm done now. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, we heard we got, we, someone bought XCOM. Anybody else buy anything? I bought Dark Souls, mm. uh, but I've, I was away. And so when I finally got home uh, to install it, it turns out Dark Souls hates Windows 8, and I'm one of the the you know the 12 people on Earth that upgraded. Um, so, like I, 50. Kinda, yeah, yeah, I can tell you we have about 30 in our office, so you're not alone. Yeah, I, I'm really disappointed because I actually had it on Xbox, and then I sold my Xbox for uh, the Wii U. I sound like a horrible gamer right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good but, thing this uh, is a hobby gamer gaming port case, man. <laughs> the new, okay, that is the game I've been playing. I've been playing the new Super Mario World, which is fantastically good. I can't uh, the one with the cats, it. right? Yeah, the one with... Yeah, the cats, like, it sounds really lame, but, like, you know, if you, if you were discussing, like, you know, Super Mario World 3, and you were like, mm-hmm. oh, well, he turns into a raccoon... Like it's a tanuki, sir. Yeah, and he turns into a statue <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, like I mean that sounds ridiculous, but the the cat suit's awesome, and you get the uh, the boomerang brothers uh, suit where you yeah. like throw the boomerang. It's pretty awesome. So uh, yeah. I'd rather be in the. Never mind. Um, I, I did pick up uh, wizardry six, seven, and eight for like two and a quarter. Oh, nice. So uh, nice. I figured I could torture well, myself a little bit with that. You know, my roommate last, um, a while ago bought me. Which and I mentioned this because it was on the Steam sale, but he he got me uh, Space Hulk. A while oh ago. man! 
I understand it. It's just the board game, but it is, uh, it, it is pretty, it's still awesome. I mean, the board yeah. game's great. And now that I don't have to set it up for an hour, <laughs> play it, it's even better. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about playing, like picking up like duels of the planeswalker or something. It's like, I don't even have to go buy cards. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's put together. I can, I can be on autopilot mode. Yeah, that's one thing I love about the small world game for iOS is, you know, I love playing small world, but it's a, like an hour long setup and, mm-hmm. and peace maintenance in that game is, is a pain. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love the game, but peace maintenance is a pain. So Mega Man, <laughs> so Mega Man the board game on iOS soon? Uh? Uh? Well, you're, uh you're not the first person to ask. Yeah. yeah. I, I figured I was not going to be. <laughs> you know, there is a game coming to iOS soon uh, from friend of the show, Jamie Stegmeyer. Euphoria? No, Viticulture. Oh, Viticulture is also. Yeah. Viticulture is great. I don't know why we're saying that on their show, but... Uh. No, I just thought uh, we were talking <laughs> iOS games. I mean, Wow, dude. What? Tiddy <laughs> Culture's a great game. That's fantastic. So anyway, back, back to Mega Man. <laughs> we haven't talked about Mega Man for a while. <laughs> it's okay, Brad. It's okay. Can I hurt him, guys? I mean, just smack him one good time for posterity. Sorry? Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. I, I actually take... Um, I, I take uh, offense at the the whole calling Mega Man old at twenty five because you know, no, no, well, it's I mean, not. I think everyone, That's older than me. Everyone <laughs> here is older than Mega Man. But. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yes. uh, I saw a list of movies. Thirty movies turning thirty in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, yeah, including mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds, oh, Ghostbusters. Man. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> now, what's really, I mean, what's really humbling is when they start playing the music that you listened in high school to on either the classic rock or the oldie station. Then you, know. <laughs> you have arrived at the old person line. I know. You're rocking out to like, Welcome to the Jungle. And you're like, yeah, this song's still so odd. Why is it on this station? <laughs> but no, I will say for, for 25 years, Mega Man has had a good run. A very good run, and hopefully it will continue to have a good run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, I think this is uh, definitely kick some life back into it from from where I said. So. Yeah, big time. I mean, it's not called the Mighty Number no. Nine board game, so. <laughs> so sorry, had to make the joke. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, I I even I I like the look of the game actually. Mm-hmm. To be honest, not not too you know. Not not to draw comparisons, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, I def- I definitely uh, uh, I was I was surprised, but it looks it looks really nice. I mean, Agreed. you know, but I'm I'm a fan of that kind of style of, mm-hmm. of artwork when it comes to video games. So no. yeah, it'll so be interesting to see that feminist movement. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the deal with what? <laughs> Derail. <laughs> I hear the weather's nice. It's a little chilly, though. <laughs> it's just uh, got some FaceTime with that community manager. Make sure everything's going okay. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> huh? I, I I don't know what's going on now. I don't know. I've been, well, I've been lost for the last uh, hour. Friday number nine, she was uh, trying to turn uh, the character into a girl or something, and then everyone like got all upset. <laughs> oh. That was the implication, and people were, were worried about the fact that uh, – that community manager uh, might be working towards some kind of agenda. Oh, back on the internet. Gotcha. And uh, because of that, it prompted a lot of comical art that people sent in and uh, a big long AMA 
um, mm. where they actually found out that kind of unlike the board you're talking to now, they there wasn't a whole lot of Mega Man played by that particular manager. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. I think we may so, have found yeah. some of the references to this thing of which you speak. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, was were people really like so blown away? I mean, you know, just just as a as an aside, not not even about that specifically, but uh, were people really that blown away when Samus was a girl? Uh, you know, I mean, uh, yes. I, yeah, I think that was a pretty big revelation at the time. I, I was about to say, yeah, I was blown away. Yeah. There was a lot of people that made that just like, uh, what? Yeah, I mean, this was the yeah. early, this was the early nineties, right? Or you know, early late eighties, eighties, yeah, late eighties, late eighties, because yeah. it was part of Nintendo's original lineup. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was part of the original NES. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. I actually read an interesting article talking about how, like, the reason she turned into a ball. It for the moving around was because they couldn't come up with a good crawl animation. Hmm. And so they had to they come, come up with a good what? Uh, they crawl. couldn't come up with a good crawl, like a good way oh, to get her to crawl, uh, um, a good animation. Yeah. So instead they just had her turn into a ball because they could they could get it to draw on the NES. Hmm. Hmm. Like I handle animating things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't figure this out. Well, <laughs> Now write some lore. There was a lot of those. Like Kirby was a placeholder. Yep, Kirby was a placeholder. Uh, He was that. Like it was just you have this pink pink blob that we're gonna use to (laughs) represent a character until we figure out what he looks like. Then he kind of grew on everybody in the dev team. Uh, (laughs) Actually, hesitantly excited for the new Kirby game on the 3DS too. Same here. (laughs) Nintendo is finally coming out of you know the. You have nothing to play on your systems. Oh, wait. Yeah. Now you have too much to play on your system. Well, that's, always, that's Nintendo's biggest strength is their first no. party games. So. No, very much so. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I, now again, I'm going to bring it up. We got Mega Man board game next year. We have Mega Man on Smash Brothers next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be the year of Mega Man. Yeah. Should have been this year. It really. should have been. Yeah. 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 Well, well I, I tried conning people into letting me buy tins at Gen Con. No one said yes. And then yeah, when he came know, back, those, they were all gone. Were so horribly guarded. Like <laughs> I know. I, I, I mean, I literally you you felt like a hand just waiting to slap yours if you got even close to it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, can I just buy one, maybe two? Can I buy the whole thing? <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten anything else if you guys had actually agreed to sell him all of them. <laughs> that would have been it for his Gen Con, and he would have been happy. Has he like bathed in Mega Man tens or something? Did, did you at least buy a, a, a ticket, a raffle ticket? Uh, I was unable to. We had we were we were all around Gen Con that yeah. that those days. So. Yeah, unfortunately, by the time we got back to do that, I think they had all sold out or something. Yeah. Or the raffle had already yeah, happened or whatever. Like yeah, it was it was a busy time for us. But I don't know. It was before last week, so I can't remember much. <laughs> Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, I mean. New Year's what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but no, no, I didn't get a chance to. I mean, it was it was on my list, but by the time I came back around, they were gone. I was like, oh, sad face. Mm-hmm. So much huh. sad faces. Mm-hmm. But I, I did get to I did get to demo, and that was awesome. Yeah. The like I was going to actually say, bring that up when uh, when you were talking about the starter decks. Is you know those were very very well done because mm-hmm. it was just like boom 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 boom. I can do this. I can do that. I can tap this. I can uh, tap that. And tell it, I can get one, and you can finally show me what this thing is you keep talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, and they are on the Kickstarter, like right. Yeah. You can make an add-on. 
Uh, it's, it's, I've already, I've already, guys, I've already given you so much money. I mean, the, every add on you add on, every time you put an add on, I'm like, done. All right, now I just got to wait. <sighs> well, hey, we're only $1,000 away from another upgrade, but you don't have to pay for it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, cut, it's cut, man. So it's cut. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. But just, I'll just wait until the next reveal and then I'll put more money up. And, <sighs> we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I, it, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, having you guys on. Uh, but I think we're about out of time. We, we we need to start wrapping and wrapping got, up. And, yeah, and you guys have a video to shoot. <laughs> I have three hours to do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, you know, you've played it so so much, it should be pretty easy to shoot the video. <laughs> I, think, I think I was playing it till 7.30 in the morning yesterday, so. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just noted, I noted uh, that there was this, this – uh, Skype conversation from 4.45 my time and I'm just thinking, oh my god. And then when I get in, Josh is like, well, where's where's Jason? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of hard to get a hold of each other because we've been taking shifts on like who's on the Kickstarter at what time of day mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of screwed up everyone's sleep schedule essentially. I pretty much don't sleep now. I started taking Z-Quil like every night. <laughs> please don't die. Yeah, please, please don't do that. We'll, we'll have to have a speech goal to res- res- uh, resuscitate Jason. <laughs> I, I saw Jason over the holiday. First thing he says to me is, hey, how you doing? I was like, you want to go eat? I was like, what day is it? Well, I haven't eaten for two days. <laughs> okay, let, let's go get something to eat real quick. <laughs> it's, it's funny though because um there was a there, there was a conversation with uh jason and myself right before roll was unlocked we were like i, I think it was like 700 dollars away and he's just like no i'm i'm staying here and i'm like well you you just said that you need to go eat and he's like i know but i'll go eat when it's unlocked and i'm like that could be a long time he's like no I, i'll just i'll stay here <laughs> like why don't, why don't why don't you just let me watch no no i'm I've got it all geared up and ready to go. Like, okay. Order pizza. <laughs> Lots of pizza this this and next I two did. weeks, huh? Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. I so guys, uh, can people find you? Like this is the yeah. this is the lightning round plug round. Tell, tell us where people can find you online, and and so that you know the five yeah, people that are going to listen to this that don't know can find you. Yeah, you can follow us online at Mega Man Board Game. Uh, or on our Facebook page, also Mega Man Board Game. Oh, Mega Man The Board Game. I'm sorry. Facebook.com forward slash Mega Man The Board Game. Or on Tumblr, um, Mega Man Board Game. Again, very creative names all across the board. At least you're consistent. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, also follow the Jasco Games uh, Twitter and Facebook pages as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you have those too, don't you? Yeah, everyone you, forgets about those. Well, you, <laughs> guys, you guys don't do just Mega Man? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has that one. <laughs> well, we have a UFS page too, and that's that's got some pretty cool announcements. We have nationals coming up in like a month. Nice, oh, nice, uh, very cool. Um, you know, obviously we're we're, we're going to link to everything in the show notes. Um, thank you guys again for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. I, I've been you. super excited. <laughs> Tim's been over here with a grin on his face for the last hour and a half. Personally, I'm getting a little creeped out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Mega Man. It's Mega Man. <laughs> oh man! Well, I think that's going to wrap up another episode for Epic Turn. I believe it was a 
mega episode. Mm. Oh, come on. Mm. Got to work with that anyway. 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 So anyway, you can find all these show notes at epicturn.com forward slash episodes forward slash 20. Also, you can follow us at Epic Turn, Brand, or you can follow each of the hosts. Brian can be found at Kelton. I can be found at Telshin. And as always, please remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes as we love seeing those comments and ratings. And until next time, have an epic turn. Bye. 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 But, you know, 15 days left. Uh, by the time this podcast airs, it will be actually uh, yeah, you'll 13 about, days left. Yeah, you'll have two or, well-ish. Yeah, about 13 days. So, you know, we'll, uh, we're will we definitely going to keep an eye on it and keep promoting it as we can and mm-hmm. giving call-outs as we can because this is super exciting. I'm, I mean, I, I bet this is, as you guys said, a dream come true. So uh, I, 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 I'm actually pretty jealous of these guys because I can tell just by the amount of dedication they have that they're doing something they really love. Mm-hmm. And uh, not many people are able to uh, indulge themselves in doing that so, so well. So. Agreed. Yeah. In- interestingly enough, and I'll you know, make this somewhat quick, uh, one, of, one, of, one of the best things when I, when I first – when I was interviewing uh, for, for the job at Sabretooth Games many years ago uh, – Steve Horvath, the, the head guy, was, was talking to me about it. And he said, you know the best thing about this job? And I said, uh, what's, what's that? And he said, uh, I make games for a living. And I get to say to people, I make games for a living. And I was like, yeah, no, I get that. And he's like, but, you know, this is, this is the best thing about that is that if you have a bad day, like you could have the worst day of your life. Uh, and you get to go home. And after a while, I just think to myself, I make games for a living. And everything's just great after that <laughs> and it's it's really true like no matter uh no matter how much uh you know how, how much you you uh trials and tribulations you have i mean it's it's always like yeah i mean games for a living that's awesome you know i mean i, I was listening to people talk about their their careers at, at a high school reunion and, and uh they're like what do you do and i was like well i work for a game company and then like, Ooh, you know it's not it's not quite um you know the, the it's it's not like you're a CEO of, of Nike or something, but I mean you're you get to, people people just love it because they're like oh well what do you make and then all of a sudden you're like well let me tell you I'm going to tell you all about my games now yeah. and you get to follow that up with and we and we get to play with Mega Man and Street Fighter that's, for a living right that's, so, that's yeah. right yeah. <laughs> my new office I want to put an arcade in the upstairs that would be, be awesome. epic. There you go. Put an old Street Fighter arcade. Yeah. 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 Samurai yeah. Shutdown. Oh, I yeah. actually really want Pac-Man Battle Royale. That game is amazing. I have not played those. I have not seen that one. Nope. The four-player Pac-Man? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, my, some of my favorites from way back when were like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. Yeah. Simpsons. Oh, the arcade yeah. one's amazing. Yeah. Oh. And the old X-Men one? Yeah. Children yeah. of the Atom. Oh. Yeah. All those four-player games are good. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make those anymore. Did you guys play the Simpsons one? Of yeah. course. Oh, I love the Simpsons one. <laughs> You're playing Marge with her vacuum cleaner. Uh, yes. yeah. Captain America and the Avengers. Another one yep. that I, yeah. I really enjoyed. And, and, I, and no arcades complete without Gal, 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 Galaga. No. You mean Gauntlet? No. Well, Gauntlet too. <laughs> Galaga, eh, Gauntlet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Galaga on a quarter for like five hours. Yeah. When, when Jason starts playing Galaga at a restaurant, I will usually order food even though we're about to leave. 
<laughs> and, uh, I know that it's not going to end anytime soon. <laughs> Maybe next year, beer too. <laughs> yeah, I'm really partial to heavy barrel for a long time. Oh yes. <laughs> In another life, when I was making remixes of songs, I actually did a heavy barrel remix. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, it was like a, what was the other one? Contra, where you had all the power ups that, that game. I could beat it on one quarter. It was awesome. Oh. Wow, one quarter? Was it Contra yeah. that had the power planes? Mm-hmm. No, 1941. Oh, no, that was it, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, good old 1941. I couldn't remember what the name of the game was, but I remember playing it. <laughs> well, like, I don't want to cut this short, but... No, this is awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll edit in and at some point, and it's all work out. But no, like... You can really just clip, like, all of my inane babble. I know. I think, personally, I think that's some of the best part. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you can't, uh, you can't just stay on, like, we did have to drift, but, uh, but, you know, the best thing about a good podcast is not being able to stay perfectly on topic the whole time. Yes. Like, hearing yeah. war stories is some of the best moments for me. That's so, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, we try to make it more than just an interview show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why we ask like what you're playing because it's it's something that we all do because you know it's it's kind of funny to think about you know especially for game designers like you guys, um, you know you're designing a product and having to constantly play that product and it's like well if when you're not playing your product what else are you playing? (laughs) Mega Man again. Mega Man. (laughs) I left. So answers always Mega Man. Yeah, I left. I left. I left work and I went home and I played Mega Man X for four hours and I went to work and I played. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's not Mega Man X on the iOS. There you go. There you go. That's right. (laughs) Oh, terrible! All right, guys, but uh, I guess it is time to wrap it up. It is. So, guys, again, thanks for being on. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was it was great. And and now. Now the the countdown begins. Yeah, uh, you know, we'd love to have you guys back on sometime to talk about the success of it. Come, you know, October I guess was the estimated release date. Oh. Well, who yeah. knows? Even at Gen Con probably because we'll yeah. be around with all yeah. our equipment. We'll be around so. at Gen Con. So if nothing else, I guess we'll see you guys there, huh? Yes, you yeah. will. I, I will come up and ask for a Mega Man ten and see if I get denied twice. <laughs> <laughs> this means I have to deny everybody who asks for Mega Man ten. Just <laughs> <Both laughs> <after laughs> everybody because like, can I get a Mega Man ten? No. Do you do you run a podcast? <laughs> no. Yeah. You Did you get like one? <laughs> we need your name. <laughs> well, thanks again, guys, and I guess we'll we'll let you guys go. And uh, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out of your your busy schedule. Uh, and good luck. Yep, definitely yeah, good luck, you. guys. Yeah. And we'll 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 edit this together and have an ending in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>